before we start, my name is Brianna Colder and I'm the Corporate Project and Event Coordinator for VSOFT and also the moderator of this weekly series. So you may have seen me in past weeks, but if not, thank you for joining today. Um, and we have Keith with us here today. So I'll go ahead and let you introduce. My name is Keith Giffney. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for VSOFT Consulting. I've uh, been with the organization since the beginning of the year. I've been in the IT service industry going now on 28 years, which is actually scary to say. Mm -hmm. Thank you, perfect. So today, Keith will be covering post-COVID-19 preparedness and how these certain circumstances can define you and your company. Um, and he'll be focusing on four different aspects, uh, company culture, protecting your top talent, sales and marketing strategy, and then cost reduction initiatives. Thank you, Brianna, for the lovely introduction. And you know, thank you everyone for taking time to join us today. You know, we hope that this journey we're about to take you on you know, will bring some value to you and your organizations. You know, before we do get started, I, I do have a confession to make. I, I've never uh, been so excited about the thought of getting a haircut. I'm sure many of you are like me. I know my wife is looking to get her hair done as well. So, so today I'll be sharing with you some of your short, some of our own shortcomings, you know, challenges and successes that we've had, and what we've learned from our clients and you know the wonderful guidance and thought leadership that that Gardner's provided us. Um, you know, during this disruption in all our lives and businesses, you know, I truly believe. The key is to focus on learning and growing as individuals and as organizations. You know, let's look at this pause, you know, as an opportunity to improve and take great pride in knowing we will overcome this adversity we are facing today, you know, both personally and professionally. You know, we'll all have a story to tell from this, so let's, you know, let's do all we can to make it a great one. You know, I truly believe that circumstances define us as individuals and as company, as a company. As a leadership team, we've talked about what we want our company to look like on the other side of this pandemic. You know, what can we do to enrich our organization, you know, in the lives of our employees and what makes our North Star, what, and you know, make that our North Star when making tough and crucial decisions, right? And, you know, and we're challenged every day to live up to that. You know, culture is the key to every organization. So this pause allows us to find ways to protect and even enhance that culture. Leadership's role is instrumental during these times, right? How do we lead during a crisis? You know, how do we alleviate the anxiety our employees, uh, our customers and our partners are facing? You know, how do we provide them you know, with the hope and guidance they're looking for? You know, that, that's through transparency, uh, open and honest communication, collaboration and inclusion with those we work with. You know, not only are these great ways to lead during these times, but they're the most effective ways to lead all the time. Uh, I believe our president, you know, Pernavir and our director of HR, Lisa Hines, they've done an amazing job, you know, providing weekly updates to our employees, clients and partners, you know, around the COVID-19. Um, at Vsoft, we had to make some tough decisions early on, but I think by bringing our employees together to help understand why we made these decisions, you know, and, and sharing with them our overall direction of the company, you know, I believe it helped alleviate some of the unknown and anxiety our employees were feeling. And I'm sure it's still out there, right? So employees are looking for leaders that, that will listen to their needs, make clear and concise decisions, you know, provide the necessary overall guidance and overall calmness during these times. You know, we as leaders have to be more mindful than ever and do our best to create an environment of psychological safety, you know, which can be very challenging during these times for sure, right? So culture 
is more than just the physical environment. It's not just coming into a certain office, right? Culture is what we do consistently. It's rooting for each other. It's doing what we say we're gonna do. It's being on time. It's accountability. It's a focus on service excellence. You know, at Vsoft, we focus on three key areas to really measure our culture. Are our employees engaged? Are they energized? And are they enabled? And that's really our responsibility to make sure they are. You know, I, I think some of the most fun, you know, we've had as a company during these times, you know, it's been our, the virtual happy hours. So maybe some of your organizations have not done that. If you have, I really highly recommend it. It's a great way to connect with your employees, uh, learn more about their personal lives. You get to some introduction to their kids, their pets, spouses, and, and maybe some things that you may even be surprised about. But it truly is a great time to share some laughter together. And I think that's what we all need at this point, right? So let's, let's all try to lead by example, you know, focus on serving others and strive every day to have a positive mental attitude to create that right culture. There's a saying I really love is, if you wanna go somewhere fast, go alone. Uh, but if you wanna go somewhere far, go together. Uh, we're all in this together. So in regards to talent, our people, that's our greatest assets. So I encourage all of you as leaders to pick up the phone, get to know your coworkers and employees, and not just leaders, but you know, even other employees, get to reach out to them, right? Get their thoughts and ideas, be mindful of what they're going through. You know, and I know myself, I, I, I need to do a better job at that. I, I have all good intentions to do it, and I find myself missing out on those opportunities. I know those things that I need to improve on. You know, find ways to be more thoughtful and empathetic during these times for your, for your employees out there. Um, you know, one of the things that I want to share with you uh, that, that we did just last week is each VSoft employee received a goodie package in the mail from, you know, with a warm note from our president, Pernavir. You know, the feedback we received was really priceless. And, you know, probably like many organizations out there, you know, we've been looking at ways to protect our organization and, and to cut some costs and what are some things, necessary things that we need to do. You know, I'm just so glad that we made that decision not to, to cut that program out because um, we, it, again, the feedback we received. So it's a great way to show appreciation. And I appreciate all the employees that gave us that positive feedback as well. So sorry there was no alcohol in that for some of you. So making this, make decisions that will have a positive impact on your current employees and go above and beyond to recognize your employees during these times. I mean, these are, you know, sweat the small stuff when it comes to that. Uh, we need to be connected as much as possible and we need to relieve some of that anxiety that our employees are feeling out there and they need to feel connected and know that they're appreciated. You know, now is actually a perfect time though to help your employees in providing additional training. It might be of your offerings, it could be of different systems, that could be leadership training, could be project management training, sales training, really is a great time to educate and better your employees. You know, we do at times have to make tough decisions. And if you have to do, have to make cuts, you know, we recommend, you know, focus on protecting those that earn the right. You know, for us, when we had to make those tough decisions ourselves, we focused on culture, dedication, strong leadership, work ethic and production. So when you're evaluating that, keep, keep some certain things in mind that you want to determine when you make those decisions, but do it in the mindset of that you're projecting those that have actually earned the right. You know, we also have a great opportunity to attract new talent. You know, the question is, can you afford to miss out on the available talent that's hitting the market today? 
Uh, in 2008, during the last recession, companies that hired new sales producers while other companies within their industries were letting go of their producers, those companies came out of the recession quicker and grew exponentially faster after the recession compared to their competitors. Right? So they were actually able to capture the talent, speed up that sales cycle, and maybe not every organization is able to do that. Scary thing is right now, looking at recent surveys just over the last two weeks, it's showing that most companies are focused on cutting their sales and marketing departments more than any other areas within their company. You know, we work with Gardner as a partner and they strongly encourage us not to take this path. And that's one of the things we want to pass on to you as well. There are more A players available today compared to the past, over the past eight years. So hire for the future, you know, take advantage of the situation. Start talking now to top talent within your markets, you know, even if you can't hire today. You know, from a sales and marketing strategy standpoint, it's okay to pivot during these times, but make sure you have a long-term strategy in mind. You know, you've got to think about how will the strategies you create today play out after all it's over. You know, be careful of making those knee-jerk decisions. And, you know, I can actually share with you even some of the things and ideas that came to us that we, companies have come to us and asked us, can you provide us this type of talent, provide these types of folks. And these were services that we could capitalize on, but during this, during the, this time period, but it really didn't fit our overall strategy. It didn't really fit who we are. Um, we probably could have made it happen, but it's something that we would have to live with. So be careful of that. Remember where the eyes go, the car goes, and that could be your whole organization. So I know that everyone's working hard to be empathetic during these times in the sales process. You know, listen to what your customer needs are and focus on helping and serving them. Now think about what are the products and services that you offer today that could help solve immediate problems for your clients because that's what they're really looking for right now. You know, Gartner's guidance to us is that we should focus on two to three service offerings or product lines and show specific evidence and results that can make an immediate and positive impact for our clients. So right now, you know, we are focusing on our, our retainer and RPA offerings. You know, as we believe companies are looking at different cost-saving measures, and you know, to be able to do more with less. So think about it, what are those products and services that you can really focus in on and drive? Be careful of, of, of trying to offer too much even during these times. Also think about, are there other verticals that make sense for you to focus on? You know, based upon the success your products or, or service lines uh, you know, have, where can that create other opportunities? Maybe it's even into a different department within an organization you know, maybe uh, success that you're having in the automotive industry may actually uh, move into, uh, say, the healthcare or medical device industry. So think about the applications and see how that you might be able to use this time to actually take an existing product or service and to scale it into another vertical to create greater opportunities for you. I will caution you that it's, you know, complex and costly investments are going to be tough for your customer to buy right now. Customers uh, may face challenges even if they want to buy, um, you know, as their buying process in, you know, their buying power has actually changed. And to be honest with you, it's become clunky, uh, which is an interesting word. Um, the work from home, you know, extends the sale process in ways and actually causes some, you know, buying confusion. You got to think about, you know, sometimes when you're making a decision, people just go down the hallway, 
ask Bob his, his opinion, go to talk to Susie about things. There's so much connectivity at times that uh, you don't have today from a work from home model, okay? Look for small customers today that will better position yourselves in the future, right? It's also a great time to, you know, evaluate your current clients, um, your target list, and your current sales process. You know, really look at ways that you can refine and retool those. Also individually, what personally do you, can you do differently to market and brand yourself? You know, those are, I think as individuals you can take a look at and gives you a pause and, and say, hey, you know, I'd like to do something different. I always want to do something different, but I never had the time to do that. Um, and you know, look at ways that you're branding yourself. How do your customers view you? How, what is your go-to-market message? You know, and this gives you a great time to, to maybe reinvent a little bit of yourself, right? So if you haven't done so already, you know, enhance your digital presence as an organization and creation of videos uh, is one of the top uh, mediums that's, that, that's having some of the greatest success today, okay? And uh, we really appreciate our marketing team has just done a wonderful job in that space. And, uh, I, you know, I really encourage you guys to, and everybody in the organization to make sure you're doing that. You know, reach out to your sales teams for all you sales managers and leaders out there on what they need to help them during these times. You know, one of the things that we implemented, you know, for 15 minutes every Monday, our marketing team meets with our sales team, you know, to let them know what their initiatives are for the week from a marketing perspective, what they're putting out on social media, uh, what some of the videos are putting out there, you know, and, and really how can sales then piggyback on some of those initiatives and they could take some of that collateral and that material and really, you know, use it to, to their own advantage, right? Uh, it's great time to update internal and external collateral, you know, but before doing that, make sure you get seeking input from others on that, right? Who are the, who are the stakeholders that really need that material and get their input? Again, it's a great time to do some house cleaning in that space. Uh, flexibility, you know, what we talk about is have flexibility while keeping accountability, right? So right now, KPIs, you know, it's funny, I was talking to my wife the other day, who's in the pharmaceutical industry, and she's just like, you know, the KPIs just don't make sense right now. And, you know, it just got me thinking of what we're doing as an organization and what we're measuring now and what's, what's really fair. Um, as, you know, we are start thinking about, too, what can we do to you know, ease some of the pain for our sellers and our producers out there as well in regards to pricing. You know, we have certain structures that we're trying to do, but how can we help not only our, our, our producers, but how can we help maybe, you know, even our clients during these times as well? So, you know, flexibility, I think, is really a key thing for all of us during these times. So cost reduction leads to greater efficiencies. You know, the time to work on the business is now and not just in the business. And we've been also very busy, uh, you know, when things are going and everything, the economy has been going great and we're working together and we're going to conference calls and meetings and things of that nature. And, and it's just the business that gets in the way with us. You know, we really don't have time to, to work on the business. We all think about different things that we would do differently. And, you know, we put it on our to-do list or we put it on something and we'll, we'll get to later. But a lot of times we just never get the chance. And, and this is really the chance, you know, think about what needs fixing, but you should never had time to get to it. You know, take this time to retool, you know, focus on creating a company that's going to be geared to have a more predictable and repeatable success model. You know, we have, at Vsoft, we've identified a number of redundancies, lack of processes and controls. You know, we've tweaked existing processes. You know, we've realized in some case we're over systemizing things, you know, 
We've uncovered unused licenses, probably overused licenses as well, which is a risk, right? And reoccurring costs even on corporate cards for services we, we no longer need or have, right? We would have never found those things if we really probably never had the chance or the time to take this pause to look into it. You know, we all have different, you know, asset management is key. All, we all have different hardware and software that's uh, potentially located all over the country, um, maybe even people's homes, obviously, during these days. So it's really a great time to get a, get a hold of your in inventory, um, shoring up those and making sure that you're creating some efficiencies, excuse me, around that, right? We're working hard right now to integrate systems, you know, to create greater efficiencies and reporting, you know, in order to make a positive impact on our employees. It's okay to ask vendors and partners for some financial leave. And, you know, we want to thank our partners and vendors that have helped us during, the, during these times. Uh, you know, it, it comes sometimes, uh, it's necessary to go out there and ask, and we just want to thank them, but it is okay to do that. So if that's from a rent standpoint, if it's certain software partners, hardware partners, service partners, um, again, we, the mindset that we had is say, hey, can, how can you help us during these next two or three months, and we're going to make sure that we extend our agreement with you and provide some loyalty. We want to make sure we're also not hurting your business as well, because we are all in this together, right? So it is a great time to evaluate other new resources, you know, new partnerships, solutions. Evaluate demos. You know, as this too shall pass, and you want to be best prepared for the future. So I want to thank you again for spending time with us today. My hope is that we all look at this disruption in our lives as an opportunity to learn, to grow, to improve, you know, and to appreciate what is most important in our lives, our family and friends. So thank you. Perfect. Thank you. And we do have a couple of questions that we just got, so I'll let you answer them. Keith, the first one, what mistakes did your company make during this crisis? Let me count them all. <laughs> So I think in some instances, we may have been too quick in making some decisions and too slow in making other decisions. Um, one of the things that we're trying to do right now is actually take a look and, and create a roadmap of changes that we've made. And so we're kind of going back and saying, hey, you know, we've been kind of reactive in some of this but maybe uh, a better way of outlining certain things. And we're kind of learning as, as we go. Um, and so someone has been so, a little bit too much reactive. Um, I think some of the things that we could have done better as well is I think we made some great strides with our consultants. I think we could have probably had a little more communication with our clients. And I think we, we also did a good job maybe initially, but it's, uh, and I think we're doing it consistently with our employees. I think it's some of the things, though, that we need to be probably more consistent, maybe with some of our partners from a messaging standpoint and our client and our uh, client standpoint. Perfect. Okay, another question. When do you, when do you think things will get back to normal? Great question. Well, that yeah, what normal really is these days, right? You know, I my concern my concern is when people have not been buying over the last month or so, as the financials come into organizations, you know, my concern is, you know, we had a call with a client today that actually pushed out an opportunity. And probably two weeks ago, they were ready to pretty much sign today or that day. But 
right now what's happening is we're seeing opportunities because people really don't know. I mean, I think when we say we're all in this together, it is impacting everybody um, for the most part. I mean, there are some key technology companies, you know, the and retail companies that are, are having some success and in, in, in the healthcare space. But right now, for the most part, most of the verticals and industries are being impacted. So it is hard to tell. We are seeing, I would say, uh, more organizations talking to us about, as we talked about retooling in this, um, talking about what are some future, you know, what are solutions that we offer today that could potentially be down the road. Um, so they're actually being more op opportunistic. There's a, a cut model um, where organizations are cutting everything. There's a retooling model. And then the next model is a growth model. And I think we're at the beginning of the bell on the, the retooling portion of that as companies are really trying to understand themselves when they can get going. I think people are resilient and want to get this going. I think that's the positive attitude we see, but you know, the facts are the facts. And I guess we're still all waiting to kind of see that. I could see, tell you also our, from our standpoint, we are seeing an uptick in some of our key metrics in uh, data analytics that have been providing some, uh, some positive results. So. Awesome. Okay. We got one more in here. Uh, what is the best that comes from this COVID crisis for Vsoft? What is the, the best thing I think is just pretty much what we've shared today is, you know, being a, a much more efficient organization, hopefully a more caring information organization. Not that we weren't in the past, but I think it's, it's really making sure that we're doing everything to protect our employees and to provide an organization on the other side of that that focuses on a solid culture and that focuses on strong leadership, that focuses on um, efficiencies and doing all that we can to make sure that we are creating those three key areas of being energized, engaged, and enable culture. Culture is the key thing. I think one of the things we were concerned about is how do we keep or grow the culture during these times, right? But I think there's a lot of things we're doing just to create some efficiencies behind the scenes and doing a lot of different things that we can to hopefully create those efficiencies and, and our, our employees will see. So the key for us is to stay together, stay strong, and you know, to stay positive. Perfect. Uh, if that's all we have for now, I just want to say thank you, Keith, for taking the time today. I know you got a busy schedule all the time, but if you want to reach him directly, his email is listed there. And I also just put it in the chat. So if you want to reach him or just me in general, then our contact information is in the chat. So be sure you join us next week, May 5th. Crazy that we're already going to be in May. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but our topic next week is automation by any means, and we'll have a panelist discussion with Manoj Iragavrapu, who's the managing director for Vsoft Labs. And then- Good job pronouncing that. And then that is all we have for you today. But if you're interested in being a panelist or know someone that would make a good panelist, you can reach out to us at virtual30series at gmail.com. That is in the chat for you. And I will leave the screen up so you can get that information down if you need it. But that is all we have for you today. We've got thank you, you everybody. Under 30 minutes. Anna. Thank you everyone. Stay, thank you, stay Keith. Stay positive. Bye. Thank you.